This is episode 12 with Riley Burke and Wei Chong, the guys behind one of Perth's fastest growing communities, Mingle. Welcome to the Wild Ones with Cam Miller podcast. I'm your host, Cam Miller, and I'm a coach, lifestyle entrepreneur, and founder of what has twice been the UK Babywear brand of the year. For the last few years, I've been supporting people around the globe to reconnect with the wild, innate strength within themselves so that they can rapidly realize their goals and build incredible lives. The purpose of the Wild Ones podcast is to connect those creating wild, free, incredible lives and to share the knowledge, tools and skills we need to spend more of our time doing the things we love with the people we love when we like. If you're inspired by this podcast episode, subscribe to the podcast and head over to cam-miller.com where you can check out and sign up for my free weekly growth guide email. It works hand in hand with the podcast to provide you with a steady stream of motivation, knowledge and practices to fuel and guide your own wild, free, incredible journey through life. In this episode, I'm talking to Riley Burke and Wei Chong. Both battled with depression until they found that there were communities that would make them feel welcomed, supported, and connected for just being good human beings. This led Riley to create Mingle, a community based on kindness, connection, and live music that's grown from having just a handful of people at their events to putting on an event shortly after the release of this episode for 400 people that'll involve WA's best musicians, community leader panels, and activities to help people feel connected and supported. If you'd like to learn more about Riley's, Way's, and or Mingle's journey, if you'd like to feel more connected and supported through the power of community, or if you might like to start a community of your own one day, then this episode is for you. Riley, Way, welcome to the uh, Wild Ones with Cam Miller podcast. All right, thanks for having us. It's a good time. Thanks for having us. No, excited, excited to be here today. So Riley, we're going to jump in with you. There's an interesting fact about you that you grew up living with Mr. Australia. Can you talk about, can you talk about that? You can talk about the impact it had on you yep. and where it took you in life. Um, I, first of all, I don't, I don't want to nail my uncle. Um, <laughs> I don't want to nail him. Um, there was many people in a similar kind of like tier, I guess, growing up. Um, it put, obviously just puts pressure on you, you know, living up to that. Um, you know, it's, and it's, it's among many families um, where, you know, your parents are good at sport. Um, but definitely, you know, like people from Big Brother and Channel 10 rolling in your front door because you used to live with me. Yeah. Yep. Um, it was just, it was, it's, it was, it was more fun. Um, and I just saw my potential, I guess. Not necessarily Mr. Australia. I'm not as half as good looking as, as him. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it was just, he was always able to execute on ideas and, and uh, yeah, and make something of himself. And like many other, other, other friends and, and parents, well, of my, my other parents were too. So I guess, yeah, yeah, it's... <laughs> nice. And your uncle's also a top athlete, right? So yeah, yeah. It definitely, I guess growing up, I was you know, in an environment where um, it was about being good at sport, you yeah. know, or being good at something. Um, and um, I guess, yeah, I, I definitely went too hard on that and I saw it as the, as the answer for self-esteem. Because mm. um, it's a pretty good, it's a pretty good form. Yeah, get a lot of popularity. Mate, you know, in school, sort of at school, the be- all you wanted to do, you know, if, if you're the fastest, 
you were safe, you know, <laughs> yes, in mate. primary school. And then if in, in high school, if you played Colts footy, you know, for a water waffle level, you were pretty much safe too. So mm. um, definitely use sport as, obviously you enjoyed it, yep. but also used it as a, as a safety thing. Um, and, um, but again, it's, it's, it's a scene that's very, there's a lot of men's cult, like, you know, locker, locker room culture in that kind of space. And, yep. um, yeah, there's, it's a lot of people doing it for self-esteem, for, for esteem, sorry, and, and ego. And, um, I mean, many aren't, but yep. many are. And, um, yeah, I definitely got wrapped up in a big time, hey, and, um, I Which think, led to some big challenges for you, right? Yeah. I, just over the, yeah, I think I had a relationship two two breakdown. Um, one, I, yeah, one was just, yeah, some really, really um, bad behaviour for me. And, and the second one, I just neglected them when they were depressed, um, just like mildly. Yep. Um, and just coming out of those relationships, I had a, a reflection of, like, who am I? Like, why, why do I care about, you know, um, how people look so much? And why do I care about um, being with somebody so much? And, um, and I just, yeah, I don't know. I wasn't really proud of who I was. Um, so, and they were really good people. They were really good partners. Um, and yeah, it kind of just, I was a bit lost and I was trying to find myself and I, um, yeah. And I think people outside of sport, um, yeah. kind of, I don't know, reached out. The hospital industry found me. I think I was like working at Grilled, best place I've ever worked. Um, <laughs> no mate, way, it was, Grilled, it was free burgers what? and support. Well, <laughs> yeah, no, it was just this culture, this team culture. And I think I carry that with me now um, of just like high performing. We won like, we won best Grilled in the state. And there's like over 30 of them. Yep. Um, anyway, just fun fact. And, um, but it was also a playful culture as well. So anyway, um, caught pulled out of, out of sport and people were like, I don't care what you look like, you know, I don't care, you know, and this is from someone who had an eating disorder, you know, from ages 10 to, 10 to 14 yep. and, uh, you know, then went from at 14 decided I'm going to go the opposite way and get huge for a 14, 15 year old. I was as big as I am now at that yep. age. So for someone not to actually... Coming from a bodybuilding background with Mr. Yeah. Australia. And people not give, not even caring what I look like. Mm. It was just this overwhelming sense of like, there are people that care out there. Yep. Um, yeah, it was just so crazy. It was very, it was almost like a, a cocktail to me at the time. That yep. feeling of just being loved for who I am and for what I value rather than, mm. you know, rather than what I look like and what I could do on a, on a sporting field. So I, yeah, I took definitely the culture from that, but I just wanted yep. to do something a bit different. Initially, I started to stay, try to stay in it and try to go, how can I make this culture better? Yep. And it's good, but there's many people that are going to that, those environments to reinforce those locker room behavior yep. things. Yeah, um, cool. But yeah, that's, that's, there's, there's way more to it. And you know, there's, I think I jumped out of that space and decided to like catch up with, and I definitely got more into psych, like we all do when we, you know, big th things happen. Yep. Um, and then just started like loving connection and loving like ha ca catching up with mates. And I think I caught up with, let's say four to five, I, d I genuinely believe four to five people a week for three years. Yep. So, you know, four yeah, or five awesome. coffee dates. And, but the over it was obviously such an awesome level of connection and community. Um, but in the same sentence, I just realized how sad a lot of people were. And, and that's, you know, there's ebbs and flows, but there's a lot of people that needed a lot of help. Yep. And it's like, well, what can we do? The mental health is such a big thing at the moment. And, and eco is too, but I think mental health is something we can really make an impact on as well. Um, and it's like, well, how do we do that? Is it, in, is it, a, is it a community group? Is it, um, you know, what's, what's actionable? So I think that's kind of like how Mingle started really. It's just like, what can we, how can we meet people where they're at? So yep. that's that's one thing is we noticed that like mental health and 
um, you know, psych's great, but not, it's not everyone's cup of tea, yep. you know? Like, uh, and, and sometimes, you know, there's more, there's many different types of interventions can hit you differently and get different parts of yourself out. So um, that's probably the, the reason why Mingle existed. And I think a lot of my male mates would, especially, you know, I always started like way is literally is, is an in-between of, of people that are too scared to go to psych. Yeah. But you're a safe, you, you're a safe male um, and safe, safe person to talk to. But um, yeah, like they just need so much help. And, and it, it's sadly, it's those friends and I, I am one of them who, you know, I was one of them back when I said those two relationships that, look, I wasn't, I didn't do anything illegal, but that's depression and mental health things in, in men particular. Yeah. It's, it's important for everyone. Um, but that causes a lot of the abuse that we see with our girl mates, you know, yep. like, yeah. and you're like, well, how do I stop my girl mates crying on my shoulder about the sexual harassment, the abuse and things that they're going through just from, from their male partners. And it's, so uh, it's like, it was just, uh, it's just almost like why you, I, you couldn't live without doing something about it. So, um, yeah, so calling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was in the beginning though. It was like, no one, like, I can't, you know, come out of this thing and you're like, I'm just like, let's do something about this. And, 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 and everyone's busy. And you know, and you're just like, oh, what do you do with this energy? What do you do with it? Um, so, yeah, yeah. So I think you mentioned along the way that before you started your own community, naturally, you spent a lot of time in other communities. Mm. Which ones were you involved in? Like, so, well, in the non-chronological non order, actually, from the yeah, non-chronological order, I think so. Lulu was a big one. Was it big on like the modern community scene? They did like a lot of events and stuff like that. Um, and they were big on trying to, I think they were just trying to be big on, big on men's mental health in the, in the beginning. Uh, Cold Imps come out of that, like that, very yep. much. Maybe they, they come out of their own. four thing. years ago from now. They, yeah, yeah. They began. Yeah, mm. maybe three, 2019. Yep. This is probably, Lulu's probably 2017, 18, 18. They were doing values and stuff like that, yep. workshops, yep. which is awesome. really, really cool. Mm. Um, so, um, yeah, and then, and yeah. There's other ones like sporting sporting clubs. Like definitely stole stuff from the sporting world and the, the positive stuff. Yeah, and the hospo the hospo you know culture as well. Um, but definitely running other small ones. Like I run like a dates of doggos thing, and it's, it wasn't about dating. That was literally about like bringing your dog, like having giving your dogs more mates yep. to hang out with. Yeah, and good social interaction for you because in yep. the dog yeah. culture, everyone you know like you go to a park and everyone's like oh hello hello and everyone's nice and the, all the guards are off. Whereas you talk to a stranger in the street, man, they're just like, why are you talking to me? Yeah. So it was, that was the first, I was probably not the first, probably like the 12th idea of like creating a community. So you tried a few different things yeah. along, along the way? Yeah, even done like online Zoom stuff. Um, I think something called like growth community used to do. What else is there? Yeah, there was, awesome. yeah there's, there's heaps of other ones, as you know, pre-season programs. I ran like a, a fit, I did, was in the gym world actually as well. Yeah. Um, and run like a thing called like 3xp where like it was just a community of it was back when like um the fitness in the fitness community was big you know and it's silly sorry it is and actually to be honest if we're talking about community i'd say the fitness industry kind of nailed it pretty quickly yeah started in sport and then people started in private gyms yeah and then i was like well how can i take that outside of the gym space and do that mm. so because not everyone's in exercise or vigorous high intensity yep. exercise so mm. it's like how do we give this to other people? It's everyday person. Yeah, the everyday person. Yeah. Mm. So, so why mingle? What? Why the name? And what was the the main idea for the first event? I imagine it's evolved a little bit oh. since then. But what was yeah. the 
What was the idea you wanted to get off the ground straight away? So the f we, I think we're looking at each other because we're laughing. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. We're just laughing at like what um, the differences. You know? uh, I think we had a phone call the other day. I was just like, remember when we did something like that? Um, but first session was, um, well, the, you should ask the name first. The name, yep. we, the original co-founders was me, Hayley, uh, Argue, yep. and Shannon Keating. Yep. Um, legends. Um, Shannon did most of the admin stuff. She basically got it made it a thing. Yeah. Hayley and I definitely brainstorm how we want to get like bring this intervention about. Yeah. In terms of holding space for people um, awesome. and helping people like changing their life by changing their community, I yep. guess. Mm. Um, so that was the original thing and then um, we started at Harborside and Frio. Yeah. Um, they put us on free event. We didn't like we didn't um, pay for anything and we just people just bought drinks and yeah. Um, or some promotion for them naturally getting getting new people in and yeah yes yeah. So, yeah so it started as more of a, it's a very much a connection session and i think we had the help of cold nips definitely because we were yep. definitely we were, you know i've been at the heart of cold nips pretty much pretty much since it started way even way has been in it and a lot of the crew were like mm. oh well this connection thing you know because cold powerful. it's powerful cold nips were, were doing it they weren't they weren't doing it specifically yeah but that was it was this you know it was an offshoot it was one of their values it, it's connection. one of their values yeah um. it kind of like it, it kind of came with it yeah and then we're like we want to double down on that and like give people you know it's yeah. a lot of focus in just really focus in really on that, on that connection between mm. people mingling obviously <laughs> yeah. focus yeah. yeah yeah so yeah and then we ran we ran sessions where we had like prompts hey we'd yeah um we had prompts and we had cards. We used the um, we had early strangers yep. cards, and that was yep. really really great. Yeah, um, cool. Just to get us off the ground, get us started, and then. Yeah. Um, well, wait. Let's let's dive in a little bit to your journey. So, these first mingles, you were you didn't know Riley when they first got off the ground. Oh no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in many respects, mingles you know connected you guys. It's so connected it's, us. So absolutely. it's a powerful connection there. Um, but you were first a participant, but I know in mm. your background, you've done a lot of mentoring, things like this. So what, what was your kind of journey mm. to community um, and to Mingle specifically? Yeah, sure. So um, when I was 13, I um, battled my own bout of depression in Singapore. Yep. Um, found it really hard fitting into that Singapore culture where it was work first and it was everything else um, second. Yep. Um, and often work was 22 hours a day and the other two was sleeping. So yep. we didn't we didn't get to hang out with friends unless we're doing something with them, like doing homework or doing playing basketball with them. So lack of connection. <laughs> so the opposite of what I was getting here. Yeah. Um, yep. And yeah, like when I was in year seven, I got really depressed. I was getting bullied by everyone in school. Um, and my dad made a really, really courageous move to quit his really paying, really high paying job to move to Perth and seek a more balanced life and the life that we yep. could choose to live on our yeah, terms. Awesome. Um, so, and then my journey through high school was, um, as everyone's is, very up and down. Um, but there was a point where it went down for quite a long time in year 11. Um, and I did a camp with Camp Hero, Go yep. Zero to Hero. Yep. Um, and that was the turning point for me, the biggest five days, arguably, of my entire life. It was the biggest pivot. Um, and that was as a participant in one of their camps? Yeah, yeah. And honestly, all it was, if I look back on it now, was a bunch of people who were a little bit older than me, just listening to me yep. and asking the right questions yep. and giving me a hug. They didn't give me solutions. Seen, heard, understood. Yeah, yeah. They ha I felt so um, safe to just be myself and not be perfect uh, for the first time probably in my life. And then, yeah, like, it's so simple, right? Like, looking back at it now, they just gave me a hug, yep. supported me, um, 
they didn't give me advice, they didn't give me solutions, they didn't fix any of my problems. Yep. They just listened and said, yeah, that really sucks. And um, yeah, and, and so I think right after that camp, I just felt this urge to pay it forward. Yep. Because all the mentors in the camp are volunteers. We don't, yeah. we don't pay any of them. They, they, they give up five days of their life. Yep. They're never getting the back. Yep. You can't just give, you can't just donate for charity and then just work harder and get more money. Yep. You, you don't get the time back. Yeah. So. Well, hopefully I, you get, get something else back. <laughs> yeah. You, you, get, you get the feeling of that, that reward feeling, right? Yep. The serotonin. Yep. Um, so I wanted to be paid forward. Yeah, nice. And so five, five, six years later on. Oh, sorry. We're on seven years now. Seven years on. I am now one of the most experienced mentors on Camp Hero. Yep. Holding space for young people and doing the same thing. So. Yeah, got involved in Cold Nips about two, three years ago. Um, maybe a year after it got, got kind of yep. started. Yeah. Um, had a few friends who were going to it, kept saying it, and I kept saying, oh, that's a really cool thing. Because getting up early isn't everyone's cup of tea. Yep. Getting in the water when it's really cold isn't everyone's cup of tea. It's really uncomfortable. <laughs> but it's also a really accessible way to push ourselves in yep. a very comfortable lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. It's a very accessible way. It's not hard. It's not a long time. It's just like an hour and a half in the morning. So I started doing that, getting involved in some of that stuff. And through that, I met some friends who just raved about this thing called Mingle. Yep. <laughs> and, I, and I saw it for about two or three weeks. I saw the videos, yeah. um, which I don't know is Riley and Haley's doing. Yep. Um, yeah, amazing. And I kept going, what on earth is this thing? And I remember messaging a friend, um, and I went, hey, I keep seeing this mingle thing mm. and I saw you were in it, one of the videos. Can you tell me what it's about? Yep. And I remember her saying, Riley made mingle so that people can feel like they belong. Yep. There was a few other things in there, but that was the main thing. She obviously has a big to tie to, you know, the did, form did of, ha- of your did, journey. Did Haley say this to you? No, Who Ellen. Is this? Ellen. This oh. is Ellen. Um, uh, awesome. And I said, yep, I agree. I'm in. So I went to the first one. Uh, it was the Hawaiian shirt one. <laughs> uh, I remember we did themes. That, that, that's the whole thing, right? We, did, yeah, we, did, we used to do themes. Yeah, oh, right. Um, <laughs> I, think yeah. I think I've archived a lot, quite a few posts. I wasn't yeah. even aware. Of, I wasn't even aware of this. <laughs> we used to have themes. We did double denim the next one. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I remember going to the Hawaiian the Hawaiian shirt one, and um, I was like, I got, I've got to find Riley. I've got to actually ask him why he's done it. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm sure there's something more to it. Um, and Riley was super, super brave, super vulnerable, and just told me the story. Yeah, awesome. Which was sick, right? And um, as a leader, that, that's what we expect from leaders. That's what, that's what the benchmark is for a good leader. Yep. So we were, he told me that, chatted for the next kind of few days before the next one. And I think, honestly, I think part of me getting involved was partly because some people were, were away or something, and Riley was shortened to facilitators, and he's yep. like, oh, would you be keen on helping out? And it was like, on the day of the event, and I'm like, oh shit! I was, I was totally just gonna rock up and just like get involved. Yeah. Um, now yeah. you're gonna get really involved. Now I want to get really, really involved. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, all right, we're gonna get involved. Call to step up. Yeah. yeah nice one. Um, so yeah, did that. Um, facilitated that. Um, we had a really cool like evening where we kind of broke into smaller groups. Yeah. I remember having a little session in my little group talking about our challenges and what was going really well for yep. us. Cool. Um, and then what was also challenging for us at the moment yep and that felt really awesome and very similar to what i do at camp hero but yep. with a kind of audience which i think can understand that and yep. process more of that kind of content yep. at a much higher level so that was really satisfying for me 
And then, yeah, before you know it, Riley's going, I want to put live music on. Yep. Do you have any experience of sound? Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. And thankfully, <laughs> thankfully <laughs> for, for both of us, yeah. I did a lot of sound through high school. Yeah. yeah. You're quite amused though. Like, that's, yeah. When I first met you, you were playing for a, a group of people at a gathering at a house. Yes. Singing and, uh, uh, yeah. and playing guitar. Yeah. 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 Really? Yeah. So I was immediately, <laughs> yeah. immediately <laughs> impressed <laughs> and actually <laughs> picked up the guitar that I hadn't played for years straight after that. And wow. It's been, it's been one of the joys of the last nine months or so. Of, Incredible. Um, Learning to play and doing a little bit of singing, and that's been part yeah. of I've seen me. That, I've seen that. You know, as Mingles got into the music, yeah, um, it's really coincided with my own journey into music and sure. and live music and things like Suburban Vibes and stuff like that as Love well. That really work closely Best. with as well. Love but Best. yeah, I'm really enjoying the intimate sort of live music that you're doing as part of the mm. Mingle things, and then combining that with the work you do as a facilitator of sometimes getting people out of their comfort zone a little yeah. bit to create connection mm. with themselves yeah. and other people um, I've found really valuable as well. So wh what are some of the other things you've done as a facilitator in these events? Sure, so um, as we've kind of gone out, gone out and branched out in our events, we've tried to collaborate with as many local people as we can and local stakeholders. So we kind of tailor it to what they can kind of achieve with us. Yep. Um, my favorite one's probably like the Fine Sands one we did. We were at the Fine Sense pop-up shop in Frio. Yeah, cool. We only had 20 spots. We gave everyone a t-shirt who decided to rock up. Yeah, amazing. And we had a really intimate session where the, the environment was set up and the night was set up in that way that I could really facilitate a night where we could stretch a little deeper. Yep. Often in really big settings, it's really hard to feel like you feel safe enough to go, to, yeah, to go into what's really, really going on for you at the moment yep. mm. and when we take all those distractions away and really dial it back and slow the pace down mm. and get the environment right people respond to that yep and people lean into the challenge and people are waiting for one person to do it mm. and i'm always as a facilitator i want to be the one yeah mm. i want to be the first guy i always tell my friends i'm the first one on the dance floor yep awesome in every sense you know whether it's <laughs> whether it's having an uncomfortable conversation, whether it's, yep. it's, it's whether it's a fun, you know, like, like it, I, doesn't, I, it doesn't matter what it is. It could be a dinner when all the food comes out, everyone's going, oh, I think, do you want to, uh, I'm like, no, I'm hungry, I'm going for it. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's being the first one. Be first. It, it, you said this to me actually, I think before the Sonar event and, and more and more maybe as well. Like I think I was, I was struggling this with my, with mine and stuff. And you know, it's pretty, it's pretty challenging when you go to put on an event, a safe space yep. mm. as such. Um, when you know anyway and then you 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 just like mate just tell them how you're going how you're feeling and um people just re often respond so well to that hey yeah I'm just like you, you do it all the time i just i'm just gonna throw it back to you but yeah like yeah well i, I think we've grown up with this idea of an inspirational person or inspirational motivational leader being someone who says motivational quotes because that's all yep. we see in books and it's all we see on instagram yep but the reality is people don't care about that I'm, i don't feel that inspired after a, I, after the five seconds of reading a quote. For me, if I hear a really incredible story of courage and sacrifice, yeah. that inspires me. And I take from that exactly what I need from that. I don't need you to mm. tell me what it is. Mm. And that goes for every single person who's at an event. Yeah. We don't need people to walk around going, this is the story, and this is the moral of the story, and this is what I learned from it, and this is what you should learn from it. Because ultimately, people take their own lessons away 
without even realizing it. Yeah, that's yeah. powerful. And that's really powerful. And that's part of the experience where we create is just more of an auto it's an autonomous experience of connection where like we want to create up a real a, an environment that's just what's the word? It's it creates connections where you don't you don't even realise and you're oblivious to what's going on, whether it's you know, you, you chat at a, at a station or yep. you you've got like something hanging off you, that's a bit of a laugh. Um, or yeah, all these things, yeah, just mm. how can we make it as oblivious and and yeah, it's possible and as blind as possible where you don't realize what's happening. Yep. So yeah. that's part of like what we try to create. And we obviously, uh, if anyone's, I don't know, I guess, yeah, if anyone's interested in trying to create connection kind of stuff, yeah, it's belonging, like belonging cues are big and um, yeah. you obviously got to play your crowd. And like this, this one will be an interesting one. We'll have to adapt to assembly yard. Yep. And obviously mm. we're a 400 person max capacity for this one. So yeah. we'll have to adapt to that. Other smaller environments, obviously noise is big and when it's tight, when it's really tight, it doesn't often create deep, deep conversation. Yep. Mm. The bigger this will be good because of this so much space, and you can yep. you can't hear someone else's conversation. Mm. I do love the other community groups. It always getting a really good conversation can get interrupted mm. by someone else coming from over the back. Hey, mate, how are you? And you're just like, whoa, we're like solving someone's trauma here, yeah. and you just yeah. fully cut it in half. But um, mm. but anyway, that's there's some there's some kind of stuff we do with community yeah. stuff, uh, with with making the event. Yeah, nice. Um, I think, I think part of it is just being really present as well. Yep. Like, like it's the simple stuff is about how do we get people to be really present? And the, the indicator for me is how many times are people on their phones? Yep. Hmm. Like, it's, it's a safety thing as well. Yeah, 100%. And when they're not grounded. Have you made but, but, announcements at the start of events or anything about phones? And... We've made small ones, but I don't like to, people, to force people to do it because yep. it has to be a choice. Yep. All this vulnerability stuff, which is a buzzword, but yep. Yep. all this vulnerability stuff, yeah. all this discomfort stuff must be a choice yeah. because when you take that ownership from, from people, yep. they, don't, they don't get anything from it. No, you definitely want to make it a choice. It has to be a choice. We, we encourage and we Consider say, this, maybe this evening spending a little bit less time yeah. on your phone or being really here. That doesn't mean yeah. you can't record video yeah. and do things like this, but yeah. Um, yeah, try to connect with the experience and be as present as you can and uh, yeah. use this as an opportunity to do that with some amazing people and entertainment. Yeah. Well, my mentor, he, he has a rule where after dinner he turns his phone off. Yep. So he's not saying no technology. He's saying no technology just for now. Yeah. Just for like two hours. Just while we're there, Powerful. I guess some of this, this like the concept of Mingle come about because where everyone is turning digital. Mm. And yeah, it was just like, well, how can we, it's not the same. It's not the same as, you know, well, obviously mm. going away down south or, or away on a camp yep. with, with mates, yep. you know what I thought. It's just crazy. Mm. It's, it's a, it's a container of time and space and your relationship with someone changes over that weekend, right? Yep. It's like, okay, how can we do that here? And obviously COVID happened and we're all stuck behind things as well. And that was, that, was, that really helped. And obviously, and Coldhams did too. Yeah, people think. must have been really needing connection and getting yeah. out and about again 100%. and seeing other people. And that helped us get off the ground, I guess, yeah. you know, mm. in the beginning. Um, so, mm. so Sona in Fremantle, you mentioned that, that's kind of interesting because actually that's next door to Harborside. And the mm. first time you went in there, it was like free and yeah. just, they put you in a corner and yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> good, good on you mingle guys. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> when you, yeah, yeah, literally, just to the that, side. Like, like, and I gracefully say, that's probably what I was thinking. Like, yeah. just like, you life, came back weird. and you rented out, you know, and this yeah. is the first event you charged for. Um, yeah, actually, yeah. You rented out the main event space. And you yeah. had some amazing live acts. Was it Beck, oh, Beck C, Lucy, David Yukio, Yeah, you jumped in on there. And obviously. at one point, you know, I remember she was doing a, an MGMT cover and everybody's just up on the floor oh. dancing and singing. She killed that set, man. Like, and absolutely amazing, amazing experience. And so 
I guess, what was that, something like 100, 150 people? It was at least 100, it was probably, a, I'd say there probably average 150, yep. 100 people in that room. Yep. Yeah. And now we're talking, so this is, Assembly Yard's going to be the, the yep. next big one yep. here. Beautiful yep. venue here yep. in Perth. 400 people capacity. Yep. Talk us through the event. So, yeah, so about 400 person max capacity. Um, we're on track for that, uh, which is really exciting. Um, I guess um, it's obviously we're doing it at a bigger scale now, you know, 100 people versus 400 people. It's going to be a different experience and something that we're both, Wayne and I are both passionate about and many other than other Mingle developers who have created Mingle are passionate about is not losing that intimacy as it gets bigger. Yep. And the community groups, unfortunately, and that's great that they've got to that level, uh, have, can sometimes lose some of that of that intimacy. Mm. So we're going to find ways to spread people out and, yep. and make, just make sure there's enough, you know, there's enough space, um, yeah, to, to really delve into some stuff if you want to. It's, remember, it's always optional. You could, yep. you, you could, mate, you could have the funniest conversation in your life. There's, it's, Mingle isn't just about having deep conversations. It's about having the full experience. Mm. Deep, funny, silly. Yeah. You know, you could, it could be really progressive conversation. Yep. It could be like real technical about cameras or something like really, you know, that you're really interested in. So, yeah. But anyway, this, that space thing will probably be part of that. It, mm. Besides, um, in terms of the experience, anything else you're thinking from experience, from going from 100 to 400? That's yeah, some amazing live music, obviously. <laughs> yeah, well, in terms of the, in terms of the, um, the community side of it, yep. like Riley said, it's really easy to lose that intimacy or that, that feeling of safety because yep. you feel like you're in, you're just in one of that one in the million. Mm. So I think it's a it's a it's doable, mm. but it's definitely more challenging. So it's something that as a facilitator, I'm really conscious of, and yep. something that I need to be really careful of how I. Mm. hold that space and how I frame that space for people to to mm. feel safe to be vulnerable yeah because it's one thing to feel safe to just oh have a laugh yeah which yep. is so important and I'm mm. totally building that into the um, mm. event and mm. I'm very keen to <laughs> very keen to see it happen some big um, smiling faces and uh, yeah have a laugh you know like, sure. and do something silly and fun but um, it's another thing to feel safe to also lean and open up into that discomfort it's mm. It's just a lot, one level deeper, so um, seeing cries and, and hugs is, is definitely it definitely yeah. Is. And to be honest, artists artists are good at that as well. They're, yep. they're you know so we're we're kind of like we're kind of competing in a positive way to get as, as yeah. much as release as much release for people as possible. Yeah, and honestly, <laughs> up, up to this event, I said to Riley, like, you know, privately, we can't lose the the conversation. Yep, like, no, that's like, just like, like, that's like, what mingle is. The, the scale can can go up, provided we keep the quality of that interaction yep. mm. just as good and just as authentic and just as fulfilling for the, mm. every individual yeah we're both tight we're both so tight now and that's just what mingle is yeah there's no otherwise you know there's you, you can just go to a festival with a mate and chat stuff and chat about life mm. which is fine which is, yep. which is good in itself but to me that's what mingle is is, is having that ability yeah. to have like a really 360 conversation mm. um yeah that's but, often how i describe it it's just you know when, when people go out to a festival, to a club, to a bar, to yep. a party. Yep. There's so many mixed agendas because Steve wants to, to get a girlfriend, but yeah. Becca and her friends want to just dance. Yep. And Riley wants to have a good time with his mates. But yep. And so there's all these mixed agendas yep. that we have to kind of manage and mm. no one's in, often in a sober state to manage that. Yep. And it gets really messy and that's where you get fights out and all these other things. So Mingle, let's all come with the same intention. The yep. same intention to just have a good time and have an incredible conversation. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess when you go to core values, more like connection and mm. community, yeah. um, and the joy of 
good music and mm. you know inspiring artists and all of these sort of things then yeah. then the agendas start getting similar yeah don't they? that deep down people are looking for the mm. same things they're wanting to feel connected they're wanting to feel joy in that so yeah. I, mm. I believe as long as you incorporating those core values into the decisions you're making which it sounds like exactly what you guys are doing mm. um, you're going to help people get on the same page mm. in terms yeah. of the agenda and then all of those things i mentioned they want to call abundance values things like connection that you can create way more of that with other people than you can on your own, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the more people you get together, yeah. um, the more of an abundance you yeah. can create in that sort of area. So it's exciting to get this yeah. many people uh, together. And you're going to have some amazing artists to support you guys as well? Yep, so we've got... Do you want to uh, talk us through what, what yeah, the layout and everything's going to be? I guess, you know, from an event organiser point of view. Um, so on the left, I'm not sure if you can see that, will be yep. the front entrance. We'll have some little connection things over there. Um, you'll meet all the all the developers and all the volunteers which which are amazing yeah and then obviously there'll be a chill out zone and that's part of a feature that we like to include is just getting away as, as an area to get away from all the buzz and the connection yeah because sometimes you need to ground yourself and just connect to yourself before you come back and that's yep. probably something we've really always spoken about on mingle was that it's good to connect with others but you need to be like it's priority to be connected to yourself first yep um, and, and even in our questionnaire, so when you do, when you buy a ticket, right, there's the thing of like, what are you going to do to self-care in the next, between now and Mingle? Because that's a priority. Yeah. You know, otherwise you're rocked up and you're cooked and you actually have no, you can't hold any space anyway. Yeah. So. so I noticed that when you buy a ticket, as, as I have, um, there's a, a couple of questions yeah. you got to fill out. And these are sort of things that you see it and you're like, oh, I haven't really seen this before. <laughs> when yeah. these people buy me a ticket, it's like, show me your money and <laughs> let's go kind of thing. And it's here. <laughs> People asking you some questions to, I guess you're priming people, get in this sort of mindset. Yeah. Think a little bit deep about what you want and this sort of stuff. Connect with yeah. those core values within yourself yeah. and come be present with us. And yeah. beautiful place, you can get the shoes off and connect yeah. with the ground and a bit shoes of nature here as well. And yeah. It's about this time of the day the event's going to be mm. on, yeah. a, on a Sunday, right? Yep. Mm. Um, yeah, too, too sun's going to be going down, beautiful mm. sunset, middle of summer here in, yeah. in Perth. Yeah. Um, where's this? Where's the stage going to be? So stage, Over here. Stage is going to be this one, oh, just here. Yep. Um, Got some festoon lights, obviously. Mate, magic. Assembly yard, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> to, okay, this is a wedding venue, you, so it's going to be beautiful, guys. Oh, yeah. 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 So to give you some, to give you some backstory. It's going to be this. intimate. It's going to be like yeah. this is where people come to like make the big connection. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the big connection. <laughs> you know what's funny? I'm going to get this on camera. Is that I imagine if imagine if the first time someone meets us here and they have their, they have their wedding. Yeah. The follow. Perfectly good advertising for. Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's beautiful, it's, isn't it? A like year ago, a, a year ago, so you, we're right where the stage is now. But a year ago, I think the goal was to do this in 2023, to do this 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 event. Yeah. Mm. And we're doing it this year, which is which is great. bonkers. Well, we, <laughs> yeah, bonkers. I guess. Uh, this, I'm just trying to think of. Yeah, I think. Yeah, you're getting just, a, you're starting dancing first. Yeah. You're getting you're getting out there. You're taking a, a big step. Community yeah. in, in Perth has matured to that point where you got things like cold nips and a yeah. bunch of is it yeah. B Sweat and other other ones yeah. are going to be involved yeah. in this event. Well, 40, yeah. You're bringing a lot 40. of different communities together at this, which is going to be oh. super, and and very unique. It's going to be the first time it's been done in Perth, right? And that's the tradition. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think anything's really classified as called itself a community festival, whatever. Where people actually everyone's known each other. Yep. Obviously, there's going to be new people, but you know. Community back 10 years ago was just something that, you know, old people did and they yep. helped out and they volunteered on the weekend. Mm. Yep. So that's what I obviously, thanks, really thanks to Cold Nips. Yeah, it's and, a revitalization of community in our yeah. society. Yeah. 
But yeah, we, we never, yeah, so in terms of trajectory, we didn't expect to do this this year. The crew from Suburban Wilds have helped us from the music end of town. Yep. We've worked harder from the connection yeah. point of town. So they've been doing this for seven years or so, yeah. setting up yeah. amazing, intimate oh, Jones, gigs Steph. around uh, Perth. And I've yeah. started really getting into them the last few months. They're amazing. They're, they're mm. really great for, for specifically music. Yep. Um, and then, uh, I guess in the future, we, you know, I don't know how long I'm going to have Way for. Way's going to go do big things in Canada. Yep. Um, <laughs> but um, Amazing. Yeah. Great Australian export. Yeah, <laughs> sadly, sadly. We're always dream. losing, don't we? Um, yeah, uh, I guess we're going to we want to be a, what's the word? We want to help people with create communities. So that's going to be the next yep. step as well, whether it's be businesses or just other communities grow. And yep. mm. we've, already, we've already done that. And just, you know, we catch up with coffee with different community groups and kind of like ask us ideas and, you know, and even if it's stuff behind the scenes, because creating a community yep. seems, it seems like it's just about making connection. And it is. But you've also got to be able to manage your own life and, and you know, and mm. put time into it. And that's a whole other challenge of, yep. of what we've, like, way Way's been amazing, I guess, the last, he just kind of picks up every time I call him, which I don't think is fair. I don't think it's fair, but, <laughs> like, I, yeah, that's... he just calls here and there. <laughs> <laughs> there, is, there is. Thank God, thank goodness. Um, but he obviously, he sacrifices that to help out. And he, like, you know, he hasn't, Way has not, hasn't been paid, you know, yep. and he's done at least a year's work. And um, so, you know, and then I reckon I've probably given up. I gave up my all, you know, that the four to six co people I call up with a week for yep. coffees. Yep. I've kind of deserted them a little bit. I've tried to keep the thing over, but I ran away from them to look after a bigger pool of people, you know. Yep. Um, yeah, because obviously you guys are doing, you got other jobs and stuff outside yeah. of all of the community stuff you're doing. Yeah. yeah. So it's not an area where, it's an area where people are starting to reconnect with just how much value mm. they can find. And for mm. me as a coach, you know, I see coaching mm. as a tool of transformation. I see, I see community as mm. another powerful tool of transformation. And in many respects, you want to get as many of these different tools as you can uh, mm. in life to sort of create that experience. But mm. it's quite new and people are just experiencing it, experimenting mm. with it. Mm. Um, and so in terms of, you know, making a living and out of that, it's quite the early stage of that. So yeah, is, it, is that hard for you guys in terms of managing, you know, day jobs and community you're creating it'll be interesting to see when way comes back where it'll be out um, if he does come back um, <laughs> how, how long are you does. planning to be away for tba baby yeah yeah, yeah. I amazing like i like that um i think open-ended adventure <laughs> yeah i think it's obviously it's a bit easier for us because we've got music involved and that's was that a real like a real thing but i think there's i really think there is going to be a growing market for it i yep. guess um and we're here to support yeah. it and i think it's 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 inter it's integral Integrally about the fact you're giving three to four times more value than you're taking, you yep. know. Yep. And then now we can actually pay artists to, to properly do the thing, you know, yep. and mm. pay proper, safe, yep. set up, sound. Um, you so know. who do we have playing at the upcoming event? So Chloe Schofield's opening. Mm. I'm going to be, I'm going to be loving that set, opening set. Sash Seaborn. Yep. Um, I did an interview with him the other day, and it's, that's going to be really incredible interview going to be really beautiful to watch in the next couple of years, hey? I saw him at a sub Suburban Vibes gig, um, his guitar, tapping on all of this sort of stuff. Amazing. He's got his own sound, and that's why I think, and, and but he's got his own personality too, and he's not really budging on it, and I really like that, you know? Yep. Mm. I think he could probably say the same. Mm. Yeah, well, I think anyone can kind of learn to play guitar, anyone can learn how to write a song, anyone can learn to sing, right? Yep. Like, these are all things that you can all learn how to do, but what you can't teach someone is to be themselves. Yep. You can't teach that. No, you can't. You can't teach that, right?
But so you, you, do, you, no, you do it, this with artists, and, but yeah. you should probably touch it. So I'm <laughs> saying the brief what we give artists yeah. often is it is this. It is just like I, I, I tell the artists, I'm like, hey, we could have gotten anyone to play guitar yep. and sing. Yep. We could. I, it, that, that's the reality of it. Anyone can do that. What everyone can do, and why we choose the artists we choose, yep. is they're storytellers who are themselves. Yeah. And it's the feeling you get in here because because feelings are. Yep. It, it, it's a feeling. It's not like a. Oh wait, you need to feel like this. It's not an instruction, right? Yeah. It's a feeling unconsciously I get that I'm seeing the real person. I'm seeing the real Sash Seaborn play. I'm seeing the real mm. Chloe Scopin play. I'm. Yep. S it's a feeling I get of safety, mm. knowing wow, he's been him, she's been him. Yeah. Lose himself in that moment. Yeah. He's just been 100% them. Nothing more. Nothing less. Just Present. that. Present in the moment. Yep. yep. And. Then I go, okay, well, he's gone first. Yep. He's yeah, on the yeah. dance floor first. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, no. How you know, did he beat me to it? Yeah. I'll jump on next. Yeah, that's, but that's, yeah, I like that's, it. I that's, like yeah, it. Yeah, it's, we don't ask everyone to cry every time they play. Yep. But um, it's just, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. So deep feeling, like. deep connection, some amazing music, mm. going to facilitate a lot of connection and interaction between people. Yeah. yeah. What's the um, sounds amazing though? What's the what's the cost for a ticket to the the mingle event on the eleventh of so December? It's thirty five dollars. Thirty five. Which covers all the all the all the people that put on the event. Yeah. So um, compared to pretty much anything else out, you know, you can barely get a mm. a burger and a you know beer yeah, chips, that, yeah. at, a, at a bar or something like that. Um, but the mm. lasting effect yeah. Yeah. coming to something like this could have on helping people connect with themselves more deeply, helping mm. people connect with others and musicians and all the like. It just sounds... Four hours, you know, at least of, of, at least of, of music, BYO as well, which is yep. crazy, which means... You look yeah, which is super unique as well, right? I think, yeah, yeah it's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. You know? Bring your own, bring your stuff, oh, a little... Man. Um, yeah, esky, bag, these sort yeah. of things. Compared, compared to a music festival, 150 bucks average these days. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit different. Hard yeah. to get to this right in the centre. Perth as well. Yeah. Yep. Well, like for thirty-five dollars, I don't think you can put a value. You, you can't put a value on feeling like you belong. Yep. Mm. You can't put a value on it. You can't put a number on it. And people and the people you're going to meet. That's the. We just that's assume it's higher than thirty-five. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Well, well, there's people. There's, there's a, <laughs> a you know, lot higher. There's almost. You know, there's. <laughs> Woo! Well, the ticket sales. Um, you know, so that it, it, it's worth more than that. So it's cool. Yeah. But, um, yeah, anyway, that's, I don't think it's going to be anything hectic in the future, but um, mm. yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, it's yeah, there's, we've got Kira Jazz also finishing and then and Ben Catley, that'll be a bit of a yep. party set, but also. Yeah. So it sounds like me, like, particularly oh, anybody that's been involved with you guys' this journey, absolute no brainer. Mm. Anybody else that's listening to you guys speak and, and heard about this event, um, get around it. Um, guys, nice. thanks so much for being on The Wild Ones no with Cam Miller Podcast. Where can people go to find out more about this Mingle event? Uh, so you can go on, you can head on to obviously Humanitics and also... Mine? You can go. Yeah, mine's just definitely not way. Um, personal, <laughs> personal one. But, the, but the, uh, on Instagram is Mingle underscore Oz. Yep. To find us on Instagram. We're on Facebook as well as Mingle Oz. Yep, awesome. Um, we post all of our kind of promos there, all of our live events coming up. Yep. It's all really accessible, and if you need anything, hit the page up. Yeah. That's what it's there for. It's supposed to be a page for the everyday person. Yeah. This event's for the everyday person. Yep. Like, there's a very general criteria for this event, which is, do yeah. you feel like you want to be part of an awesome community? Do you want to yeah. feel heard? Yep. Yeah. Do you want to come with some incredible live music and feel, feel safe? Some awesome stories. Yeah, yeah.
No, I'm there, guys, and I thanks assume so a lot of other people will yeah. be as well. So thanks so much for being on the show, and we'll have you back on soon. Thanks, thanks mate. Thanks, thanks guys. So there you have it, guys and girls. If you enjoyed this episode, then please subscribe to the podcast and head over to cam-miller.com to sign up for my free weekly growth guide email. If you're really loving the podcast, please also share it with family and friends and leave a review on iTunes or whichever platform you might be listening on. I can't wait to share the next episode with you.